We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. All right, there is uh, the Houston Texans. They fired head coach uh, Lovey Smith. And, pretty simple. Uh, they acted pretty quickly, man. Monday. They're getting this firing thing down, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've had three shots at it. I mean, it's the third go round. They they ought to they ought to be better than the rest of the t- rest of the uh, NFL. Hell, it's um, experience is is uh, is key here. Um, the, the Texans, though they they've uh, they fired Lovey Smith, and within 24 hours, they dropped a list of of potential head coaches that they've requested interviews. Um, from and that is uh, defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, D'Amico Ryans, uh, offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, Ben Johnson, defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, Ezero. It, actually, it's Ezero Evero, it's Evero show, defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, and then Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator for. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles show yesterday when this first dropped, there were only four names. They've since added another offensive-minded uh, coach. So you got three defensive coordinators, three defensive-minded head coaches potentially there, and two offensive-minded head coaches um, potentially. So the, the the field is pretty level there. I, I think this this list is going to grow, uh, and I don't think there's going to be a whole heck of a lot of rhyme or reason, offensive, defensive, at least initially out of the gate. Um, it would be my it would be an absolute dream come true for me if when they start dwindling this thing down, it was all offensive-minded coaches, but that's just me in particular. So all of my D'Amico Ryans fans out there, don't don't start dog-cussing me on Twitter. It's just my preference, personal preference. Here's the one thing that sticks out in this whole list show for me. They ain't got no experience, bro. No, they don't. None have been head coach? And when I look at, when I look at current decision-makers, the brass over here, at NRG, they don't have any experience, right? And the experience that they do have, the last two years at hiring head coaches, it was a mess. So you hope none of that, none of that repeats itself, mm-hmm. right? And so when you look at Cal and Nick, there's not a whole lot of experience there of hiring head coaches, and what experience is there was not good. And you look at these particular candidates, there there is zero years of experience relative to being a head coach in the NFL in this entire group. Five guys. I love the list. Don't get me wrong. I love the list. They're all quality names. They're all they're all going to be um more than likely they're all going to be interviewed by multiple teams. Um so I like the list, but I can't help but recognize there is absolutely zero experience 
in in that in that that list of five coaches. Here's the thing. I don't think they they need to hire somebody necessarily with experience. I was going to say cuz you've been on there. Why like why why they why they didn't interview? Them? Well, I, I I think I think you need to inter- I, I think they've got to add veteran pelts on the wall former head coaches to this mix. And, and I'm talking about like I ain't talking about dudes that coached 20 years ago or even 10 years ago and are 70 years old and no and 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 don't have a job. I'm talking about Veteran head coaches that have had a lot of success, um, that are either currently in programs or had a lot of success themselves uh, as head coaches, they need to be on this interview list. So I'm talking about Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, um, Raheem Morris, Dan Quinn. These are all one. They're all well, legit they candidates. Candidates. Yeah, they're all real. Like they're all real legit candidates. But I think when you look at what the Texans are up against and what the eventual head coach will be up against, and quite frankly, what Cal McNair and and Nick Casario are up against, I think it would be silly. And again, last year they were doing guys' favor that had no experience. They had no business being in the room. They were doing guys' favors. How about we switch that and we focus on doing ourselves a favor? And how about we go in and we talk to Raheem Morris, who has uh, won a Super Bowl last year, in L.A., he's been a head coach in this league. How about Dan Quinn? Been to a Super Bowl as a head coach with Atlanta. Um, has pelts on the wall. How about we interview that guy? How about Harbaugh? Been to two NFC championships, one Super Bowl. How about Sean Payton? Been to a Super Bowl. I don't know, how many, I don't know if he's been to any other any other NFC championships in, in, while he was in. Uh, they lost to Lovey. He lost to Lovey in an NFC Championship game against the was, Bears. Was he, impressive. Was he the the OC in in New York when they won it all? I'm not sure. What, the first year. Um, check on that. That that, that, that there's a chance. Was that was that it? That was the, that was no. The I'm talking about when I was in the league with Strahan and them boys. No, yeah. with with with, uh, with was Kerry Collins. Did Kerry Collins win a Super Bowl or no? No, he didn't. No, he, oh, didn't. he didn't win one. You talking about they, they lost to the Ravens? One. They lost. That's right. I think so. I knew. That. I thought they went. Yeah. Okay, there you go. There you go. There you go. Anyway, um, I I just think that it, again, if if we're working this process as efficiently as we possibly can, and Nick Casario has has has, I mean, he's told us he is a guy that just just he wants to gather all the information and then make a decision. You cannot tell me. You cannot tell me that there is not tremendous value in sitting across the table from Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, Raheem Morris, Dan Quinn, all these guys that have pelts on the wall, and hearing what if they if, if, if look if they don't want to meet with you, make them tell you no. But if they sit across the, uh, uh, the table from you or they get on a Zoom meeting show for thirty minutes, you can't tell me there's not tremendous value for anybody, but definitely for guys like Nick. And guys like yeah, Cal, just, who don't have a, a, a lot of skin, don't have a lot of experience doing this. Yeah, at least to see. Okay, these are these are guys who have been successful, like to the point of Sean Payton's won it all. Yeah, to the point of of of, of, of uh, Jim Harbaugh has built programs everywhere he's been, including in the NFL. Yeah. just to get an understanding of all right, this is what they do. These are the steps that they would take. Is th- has this been on our mind? Yeah. How different has their rebuild process been to uh, with yeah. our rebuild process? If I'm Cal McNair and I sit across the table sense. from a former quarterback, Jim Harbaugh, from a former OC head coach, great offensive mind in the game, Sean Payton, and they tell me the very basics of what I need to do with drafting a quarterback or building around a quarterback or what I need to do on the offensive side of the football, 
I, I'm, that is unbelievably valuable to me relative to who my GM is, who was, been, who, was, who was gifted Tom Brady somehow by the good Lord and then was under Bill Belichick, a defensive mind. It's, there, there's just so many different layers to the value um, that, it, it, that I believe adding veteran pelt on the wall, former head coaches – uh, current candidates, not not has-beens, current candidates. I just think it'd be very, very valuable. Right now, the Texans have five names on the list, zero experience in the bunch. I would expect that to grow. Hopefully, there's some veterans added to that head coach candidate list sooner rather than later. Red 22. Show, I just, I just um, watched that ball game last night, man. I'm going to be honest with you. The, the national championship was an absolute skull-dragging. Uh, Georgia ran through. What, what was that final score again? Georgia ran through uh, TCU to the tune of, of it. The, the worst bowl game, I guess, or the largest. I guess it's not worse if you're Georgia, right? But the uh, the, 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 the worst uh, score, score differential – in a bowl game ever, um, and that was Georgia. Hell, I'm having a hard time finding a damn score. Sixty-five to seven. Sixty-five to seven. And I don't know who all watched the game. I mean, there's wasn't a whole lot there to talk about uh, in terms of the game. They 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 just dominated TCU start to finish. But when it's all said and done, show I, there is no doubt about it that Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs were proving a point. From about the 10-minute mark of the third quarter, when they were up, I think it was 35-7 to at that point in time, they did not, no pun intended, call off the dogs at all. They, they, were, they were throwing, dropping bombs, um, stretching the field vertically uh, with Stetson Bennett and everybody still in the, in the ball game. I mean, I, I don't know. And, by the way, not only were they, were they working on their vertical pass game up 35-7, but they were literally bringing slot defenders off of receivers, disguising blitzes, and 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 hammering Max Duggan. They were doing it on both sides of the football. I don't know what the hell Sonny did uh, to Kirby. I, look, I know Sonny Dykes Would made you a comp- pissed? Yes, that kind of stuff. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. There's no. There's no. Are reason. you not in the like, camp of like, just stop them? Well, I, what I wouldn't have done. What I wouldn't have done is I. I would not have. I know Sonny made a comment about the SEC in general about hey, in week eleven when they were playing an FCS program, we were out there beating Texas. And 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 if, if you're TCU and if you're Sonny Dykes, you don't need you don't need to give them that kind of bulletin board material. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not. I mean, hell, Kirby Smart was 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 throwing Stetson Bennett under the bus as soon as the Ohio State ball game was over last week in the in the semifinals, <laughs> and so it may, he may have not needed any outside encouragement. But I, I just they were yeah, it would have pissed me off, show it it would it would have rubbed me wrong. I mean, because it, it literally was, brother. They were they were they were throwing the football um, at one point up thirty five points. They were throwing the football. I mean, it's just what what is what is the point? At that like point in time. Someone just on the trailer will and frame text line, still blitzing in the fourth quarter. Smart has no class. I am in the camp of stop him. But I, I, I honestly believe Kirby was Kirby was set to make a statement. Now I, I and TCU just happened to be no across question. the across it. I think he really what? wanted we are the premier program. I oh, think yeah. he wanted to yeah. make that statement. Whatever it was, he was making a statement. There's no question about it. Here's my problem is defensively they were bringing five and six defenders. Like they weren't just winning up front. They were doing that too, but but they, they were bringing five and six defenders and then offensively the TCU for whatever reason, they're a 3-3 three, three, 
five. They're a three three five football team, and so that's never going to work against Georgia. I watched my alma mater with Barry Odom doing that against Georgia, and it was absolutely embarrassing. So I knew that was going to be a little bit of a problem from Jump Street. Well, it was a major problem. Well, hell, even late in the ball game, when you expect Georgia to just run the ball and eat the clock, they're still in the three down line, dropping eight guys into coverage, and that's when <clears throat> Kirby and the offense is still throwing. Not only are they still throwing the ball, they're throwing the ball into eight-man coverages. Like, it, it, that's that's run the ball up 35 all day long. Completing it easy. Kirk, Kirby said, no, I'm out on that. By the way, watching that ball game, did y'all I, – I, I saw it on social media, then I went back and watched it on TV. Y'all see Lincoln Riley on the sideline? Mm-mm. Lincoln Riley, Deion Sanders, and, and Nick Saban. Two of the three I know are, 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 are the, the, the biggest the, the biggest dude, the biggest recruiters in the transfer portal out there, and Deion Sanders and Lincoln Riley. They're walking the sideline, walking the sideline in warm-ups. If I'm Sonny or I'm Kirby, no, nah, you get y'all's ass off the field. And get, I don't care if ESPN <laughs> wants you. Y'all get y'all's ass up in a suite somewhere. Nick y'all, was working. I don't give a damn. Somebody said, oh, well, Lincoln's little brother is, is the offensive coordinator yeah. of TCU. Oh, well, Lincoln was doing TV. Deion was doing TV. I don't give a damn. Get y'all's ass up in a suite somewhere. This is a whole different day and age, man. Lincoln Riley see a player he likes, walk on by, say, man, I got a meal for you. Got 500 for you. I hit you up. I'll DM. Check your DMs. Check your DMs. What if Lincoln Riley was wearing a T-shirt that said, check your DMs? <laughs> he might. We can get him. We can get him. Hey, man. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm out on I'm out on uh, uh, Lincoln Riley being being on the sideline, brother. That, that ain't it. That, that well, uh, real talk. That, that would, I'd have to talk to the NCAA, the SEC, the, the, the college football player. You'd be able to lose your mind. But what are y'all doing? NIL? Huh? Transfer portal? Get the hell out of here. Blue 80. Easy. White 90. So I got to spend a couple minutes here, man. I, I read an article today. I don't know what the hell this world's coming to. I don't know what this world's coming to, but in Newport News, Virginia, a 25-year-old first-grade teacher, Abby Zwarner. Abby Zwarner. She was shot mm. by a six-year-old student in the mid- having a conversation. Good Lord. Teaching the kid in class. Six? I read the full article. Six years old. S-I-X. First- she alive? Yeah. But Ooh. listen to what she does. This kid pulls a gun out mid-conversation, points at the teacher. This wasn't an accident. Points at the teacher. Pulls the trigger, goes through her hand and hits her in the chest. She gets, she makes sure all the kids are out after getting shot. Makes sure all the kids are out. Gets halfway down down the hallway, turns around, comes back in there to make sure that all of her kids, other than the kid that's got the gun, got out. And then somebody, a security guard, got in there and wrestled the, the gun away from the kid anyway. Um, and and she ended up, she's they thought she was going to be, it was going to be really bad, a lot worse than it was. But she ended up, she's. She's uh she's okay. Twenty five year old first grade teacher, first grade, six years old, pulls out a gun and shoots. I think they said it was a nine millimeter. It's a real life hero right there, that teacher. Come on, man, and that's where I'm going with that right now. I mean, I'm sitting there reading this article, man, and 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 for those those individuals at all levels, teachers uh, that teach our children, and and the the cops and the first responders. Um, that protect us and our children, they should be paid better and they should be protected at a much higher level. I, I don't know why these kind of things are even debatable. I, I don't know why when when our country, we're sending millions of dollars uh, overseas and, and we pay taxes out the wazoo. Um, why why the teachers that, that are tasked with uh, essentially raising our children with how much time they spend in school and, and – 
and, and all of those that are paid to protect us, why they are not protected and not paid better in our country does not make sense. It's un, I mean, I, it, it, it blows my mind what, what this world's come to. And when I read that article, I thought, man, a six-year-old is pulling a gun on a teacher, point-blank range, pulling the trigger. We, 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 we got to get this thing under wraps. And, and I, I'll take the time to, to just salute all the teachers out there uh, and all of the, 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 the police and, and first responders. Thank you for everything you do. Um, and uh, golly, man, it was just a, it was a tough story for me, man, to read. Yeah, it was just, especially now that I got a little one, it's like, good gosh. Really, really glad that it turned out to, yeah. to be all right and that she is she is safe uh, with that. Uh, coming up, uh, some news on a couple of former Houston athletes that have uh, that have made themselves in the news. We will discuss that coming up next on The Drive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, baby. Um, Hey, a couple of... Damn, that was some good water right there. Good squeeze. Wow. Oh, that was good. Excuse Did it hit that back left tooth that yeah. you got? You done dug a hole in and you done filed down a little I'm bit? You, on man, your man, you need to go to the dentist, dude. No, I, I, I am. Man, me and Courtney are going back and forth. She's just lying. Yeah, she uh, tweeted me and Clint. Yeah, I know. I just here's she the finally deal. I, added I hate, you on there because she feels bad because she. I really you. hate to rat on you because I know I knew Courtney was listening. I hate to rat Ooh. on your show and I hate to put that out there like that, but. I just watched my training. I just did my training here for Odyssey on on um, on um, um, sexual harassment, and those kind of things. And um, I, I learned. I, I learned. Where the that, hell is this going? Well, I, I just learned that that. Oh, when show you, you haven't done yours. Now this is no. I mean, he is, said we're talking about my my tooth and dental. Well, I'm, and I'm, go, I'm going sexual harassment. Well, I'm going somewhere with it. This obviously is not a sexual harassment situation, right. but 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 the part of it is is Snakes in the you know pants. they they encourage you to to whether it's happened to you or you witness it or you know, whatever, to, to always report it. And I just felt like with, uh, you know, I care about your teeth. I care about your dental hygiene. And, and I, I knew if I talked about it, I knew Court was listening, and she'd, she'd uh, get you on didn't your know, ass. You and didn't know my dental And she'd habits. get you in the dentist. You didn't know how long it'd been. Well, I sit pretty close to you every day. I knew it'd been a while. 
I don't need that. <laughs> now, I'm going to need you to retract that, dog. I got, I'm going to need you to I got strong back, teeth. I don't have no bad breath. I ain't, nah, got, you're good. I, I, you're I ain't good. got that. But I just did you. I just thought I did you a favor. I wanted to report that to Courtney and make sure that, that it's, it's all no, out I, there. No, listen, I, I, I got to do better. I got to I gotta get there. It's been a, it's been some some years. Clint, I always got gum on me, man. If it's ever really a problem in there, just let me know. I'll, I'll throw some in there. You ain't, I ain't going to sit in here next to him and listen to him smack on no damn gum. <laughs> That's a great these point. Damn nut, these damn almonds and these nuts man, and stuff we even hear bad enough. They can kiss my ass, man. <laughs> really. And I don't apologize for that one. I meant it. Well, that lunch was good today, wasn't that it? Lunch was good yes, today. indeed, boy. You weren't even here for it. <laughs> Instead of it just making stuff, you weren't even Tyler here for it. Tyler sent me a video. Oh, yeah, he did. I'm sure he did. I wasn't jumping. Some good shrimp, though. With some some real good shrimp. I would I would talk about your eating habits, but since you haven't eaten in four days, Tyler, I guess that's a good point. We would. I, I, I wonder if he you I do smack. We hadn't we had never seen you eat a meal. Never, by, by the way, meat. by the way, I had some of the best Mexican food I've, I've ever had today. Mm. All, all 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 BS aside, what they, what, what's Johnny say? Dead ass. Yeah, serious. Mm. Well, I'll, well, I'll let y'all well, in on it later. Well, what was the? I'll let y'all in on it later. Best Mexican food you've ever had. Ever so, had. So, some of the best Mexican some food I've ever had. Best. Absolutely. Top five. Okay. Oh, no question. Top five. No question. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Wow. Oh, interesting. All right. Some news here um, for some, uh, some, some former Houston athletes. One, this one breaking through. As we know, the Cardinals, they, uh, they're taking it a little step further than the Texans, not just firing Cliff Kingsbury, but they are in search for a whole new – Front office, they fired uh, uh, their uh, their general manager, White Shug Knight. Uh, they fired him, so they're they're in search of everything. And these are reports that are coming out that the Cardinals plan to attempt to trade their star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins this offseason. He'll be 31 in June. DeAndre Hopkins this offseason um, missed uh, missed the um, the first six games of the season as he got suspended. Uh, but has not really played full seasons uh, the last several years, has had injury issues. But they're going to try to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. And, Clint, you looked up something when we heard how much he had left on his contract that really, really would make folks sick. Yeah, this will make you sick. He's got buckle, – buckle up now, Texans fans. DeAndre Hopkins has two years – $34.36 million left on his contract. And I'm sorry, I'm not a negative individual, but the first thing I thought of is you divide that by two and it's less than $18 million per. Who's making $18 million per next year? <laughs> is he getting paid? Is he is Brandon Cooks getting paid more than DeAndre Hopkins? Brandon, you know Brandon Cooks is, 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 on, is on the hook for $18 million next year. DeAndre Hopkins' contract, as is right now, is less than eighteen million dollars per. Now I don't know. I don't Love know exactly. Money. I don't know exactly how it's laid out, but two years, thirty-four million dollars is what is what DeAndre Hopkins is is the contract he's under right now. It's what he's got left. Make you sick, man. Gosh, dang it'll make you sick. Did he even notice that? Who? Yeah, man. Nick, like, oh man, he's he's jumping over DeAndre Hopkins here. Would, would you something. Would you want him back? Hop. Sure. Yeah. Would you want him back, T? Tyler no. just ran into negative. Oh, you, you don't want – boy, you are – Tyler, mean, shut up. That no, was a that no, was I'm Kellen serious. Mond quick. Here, no, Why? no, but, stop, because serious, the dude's been man. a drama queen since he left, and he took out his anger with Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby on the fans that bought his jersey. So I got 
No, I'm done. So you get a. You young, can't stay healthy now anyway. You get a young quarterback. You're you're good. You're good on adding DeAndre Hopkins. Get a, in, any any quarterback. He ain't no good unless he can be available out on the field. How many games did he play this year? He played them all. He just was suspended. He was suspended for the first okay. six, and then he had uh, he had over 700 yards. Okay. So you just you're just out. It ain't even at the right you're price just, you're, or nothing. You're, you're just out. You're, just you're just letting out. you're letting yeah, your emotions see, get well, to you. First of all, it's never gonna happen. This, this is Philly time. You're right. Yep. This is Philly time. dog. You were right up. I was gonna say Boston. But you're right. <laughs> no man, just I, I mean, be smarter to to direct your anger in the right way. Like, don't get mad at somebody. Bro, you're basing that off of a couple of Twitter deals, ain't you? I mean, a I mean, couple. Emotional man. Yeah, just a couple. Just I mean, let's hold you. You've already you've already told us that you you don't you don't want to be held accountable for your your Twitter activity. Like, don't lie. It's, it's not about his play on the field. You're you're a very smart football. Oh, he's got person. some of the best hands can, in the game. He could, he could play. It's yeah. it's your emotion. The way he left, you're done with. I'm it. good with it. Yeah. I'm gonna set up my dental appointment right now. That's what are, I'm you, are you scheduling I'm it online? Scheduling no, right now. Look, just I, shut up! It, it, you it, are not serious. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and break some news. <laughs> oh, that what we doing now? Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans breaking news. All right, what's the latest uh, on this breaking news, Tyler? We have some Houston Texans breaking news regarding this search for another head coach in Houston. This coming from the fellow that was just with us here, Brooks Cabina, our Texans insider. He says the Texans have added a candidate to their list for head coach. That candidate is going to be Giants offensive coordinator Mike Mafka. Kafka. Kafka. That was a yeah. That I knew that. I just read Brooks's. Dang it, Brooks. Make me look bad, no, bro. Don't put him on it. Oh, it's a typo. He, I, 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 I should have known. Kafka. But anyway, Giants OC Mike Kafka. He is. Uh, the Texans are requesting an interview with him now. He is now going to be, what, the sixth candidate for the it's Houston three Texans three offensive-minded, three defensive-minded. By the way, Kafka's coming out of Andy Reid's tree. I was going to say, I know, I, I know Mike Kafka well. Um, uh, Mike Kafka was the quarterback coach uh, under Andy Reid for years. Uh, the, the move was always thought that he would uh, become the OC, kind of follow the trend, but Eric Bieniemy never got hired as a head coach, so he had remained there. Then when um, when um, uh, when when Brian, Brian Dable, Dable took the job with the Giants, he hired him away from there. He has been uh, he has been calling plays because. Uh, Brian Dayball is 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 has given up those duties right from the jump, just concentrating on the head coaching thing, Lovey. But uh, he is calling plays, so this this is a this would be an interesting, an interesting hire. Somebody out of that Andy, that's it, because he's out of the Andy system is where he grew up. But this this system he was in last year is not Andy, so now he's been able to pull from. From a couple 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 different systems, so that that that, that could be yeah. Intriguing. It's it's inter- I think it's interesting because you you look at at um, what is going on in New York right now with Brian Daybol. Is I mean Daybol's got some New England background. He's got some um, uh, some some Alabama background with Saban. Um, you know Daybol's been been around a little bit and and has I think several different influences. And then you look at Kafka now has has that that uh, that Andy Reid influence. Um, it's at the end of the day, I would imagine that Mike Kafka has got a pretty good grasp on, um, you know, I think today's, today's football, uh, the, the, the creativity aspect of it, the, the, the need to be multiple attacking defenses with the same concepts out of different personnel and different formations, things of that nature. 
things that the Texans have really struggled with, really through the Bill O'Brien uh, days. You know, I I, I think I've, I would expect, I don't know this, I'm just responding to the breaking news, I would expect Mike Kafka to be, um, I would say, what I would consider cutting edge offensively. Um, if he's been paying attention at all, the, la- the last two head coaches that he's been under, yeah. I, I would I would imagine that he's uh, he's cutting edge. Show do you? I mean, you you got an experience covering him uh, in your your Kansas City days. What's what's the the take there? Yeah, I mean, I know Andy really liked him, and like he would have been the OC. He he would have been next in line to be the OC uh, there had had BNB been able to get get a job and moved on. So I, I know Andy thought really highly of him. Uh, and, and players thought really highly of him. He was a quarterback's coach, so he worked with Patrick Mahomes there. I, I think it's intriguing for him to be there and be a part of getting the best out of Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback there, and then also being a part of getting the best out of Daniel Jones, who's not on that same yeah. level, and using Daniel Jones's legs uh, in the same way. So it's intriguing. It's intriguing. A, 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 a good a, a good person you would think to interview. It It does show, like, like he'd be one of the top interview people they interviewed over the last two years. If we look at the guys they yeah. decided to interview, so <laughs> this is uh this is right right in uh in in line. So that's a good one. We'll uh we'll update you again with the latest on the coaching search. And listen, I saw the most disrespectful thing last night at that national championship game, and it ain't the score. We'll discuss that coming. <laughs> Sports Radio six ten presents the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, Clint Sterner, myself, Tyler, who doesn't want DeAndre Hopkins back uh, with the Texans. Um, really? Unless they can get a trade for him similar to the trade that sent him there, I'm That's good. It. I'm good. All right, man. You're, really, you're starting it over. It's interesting. I'd like I'd like, I'd like, like him to work, work with uh, Nico Collins, right? That'd be what nice. would that be, a second-round pick and who? We got David Johnson. Who who are you giving up relative with Rex? Rex. <laughs> Poor Rex. Yeah, they can have Rex. I mean, Rex just gets dry in the drive-bys. Constantly. Oh, I, I hear he's yeah, a great dude. I, I like Rex, but but they can have Rex. The sad thing is, it'd be very comparable. Oh yeah. Yeah, very close. That first game against the Chiefs, though, boy, David Johnson had some real moves, and it went to hell in a handbasket. All right, uh, if you did miss it, Tyler did um, uh, get, got himself out of uh, catching all them elbows for uh, for not wanting with this receiving quarter, DeAndre Hopkins back if he were to come back. He did come in with that breaking news, Clint. If you just missed it, the latest here with the coaching search, the Texans um, add another request to interview. By the way, uh, these are requests at this point. Uh, none have accepted. We haven't heard they've had interviews actually yet. But uh, Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator with the New York Giants, his first year as a coordinator uh, there. Um, and before that, he was the quarterback coach under Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy with the Chiefs. Um, he is uh, being requested for an interview um, uh, with the uh, with the Houston Texans. And this is uh, this is uh, the Panthers have, as well. Ever requested an interview with him, so uh, a couple of a uh, couple of teams are looking at Mike Kafka um, there as their uh, potential next coach. I like it. I like yeah. it. Show. I mean, you're you're talking about you know a, a handful of again. There's zero. Now you got six coach candidates with zero experience. Uh, that scares me. 
uh, a little bit when you couple it with Nick and Cal, the, the Texans and what's going on. Um, you know, just just no experience in the entire interview pool scares me a little bit. But it's early. Um, as I said, I think I think they'll add significantly to this list. I, I, I just I think the one thing that sticks out right now, take it for what it's worth. It, it, I mean, create your own opinion about it. But there's zero experience in the six coaches that we've heard the Texans linked to at this point in time. I, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see some vets added to that list. But I like Mike Kafka, man. Mike Kafka. We'll see. Now, it'd be interesting to see that six six coaches they have requested interviews with. So Mike Kafka, the latest there. Uh, last night, uh, TCU. Um, they got embarrassed so bad. Is this fair? They got embarrassed so bad, Clint. I I don't even know if they're gonna remember how great the rest of the season was. Like that. That's that's one you get you catch a beat down because I mean they they ended up not winning the Big Twelve championship because they lost in the championship game to K State. They won uh, the Fiesta Bowl, but man, like that that one's hard to. That one's hard. You you get beat down like that on national TV. <clears throat> it's hard to forget, man. That, that it, one's hard. That, it, it's it's hard to forget. Here's but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Show in in terms of yesterday's or last night's national championship game. It, it, and we hadn't talked about this at all, so I don't know where you guys where you guys fall. But what what's really bothering me at this point gets under my skin is when I hear, "This is what happens when you don't invite the best four teams." Instead, you no. you. You know, the, the TCU didn't belong. Big 12 this, Big 12 that. You you cannot have watched the semis and watched TCU beat the only other team in the whole in the in the entire country, the only other team not named Georgia, that was a lock after they beat Ohio State was a lock college ball playoff team, lock top four. Everybody's talking about their physicality. Everybody's talking about how great they are. Everybody's talking about. Who's better, Michigan or Georgia? You cannot have watched TCU beat that Michigan team in the semis, and then they go get skull drugged by Georgia. And it was bad. I get it. But what I believe TCU did was TCU earned the right to not be hit in the face with the four best teams didn't get in, and TCU was the one that shouldn't have been in. It's just really disappointing because I don't think that's TCU. I've watched TCU a lot this year. I don't know what happened. Like Sonny said during the halftime, like he said it feels like the moment was was getting to him. It yeah. It felt like it was too big. Like as you watch that, Georgia, Georgia straight up, they are the national champions. They are undefeated back-to-back. Last night they played their A game and showed they're the best team in the country. They should not have beaten Ohio State. I won't say that. They they very well could have lost to Ohio State if Ohio State had one of the five injured players offensively that went out. Their tight end, they lost. They're uh, they're all the best wide receiver in the game. And junior, they uh, two of their running backs that were out of the game. They were down to a special teamer who yeah. was who was running the ball. Like they could not handle their passing game. They could not handle Marvin Harrison Jr. and he goes out in the third quarter. They had to have Bowers, who is the real deal, by the way, uh, have <laughs> just barely keep himself in bounds to get a first down in which they had, you know, th- there was a lot that happened in which they should yep. not, like you look at that game, like you watch the game, Ohio State was the better team throughout that game. Michigan beat the brakes off Ohio yep. State, and TCU beat, beat, all, Michigan. beat Michigan. So you could see, like, 
to me, I don't think if TCU and Georgia played 10 times that Georgia would beat the hell out of them like that. I think Georgia would probably win more yeah. times, but I don't like I don't think it's lots of, like last night to me was not what TCU is. No, no, T, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing, show there's and I think there's a place in the playoffs for these types of teams. There's not everybody in the country can physically match up with the the top five or ten teams that are there every single year. I'm talking about Alabama, Georgia, and for the most part, Ohio State and Michigan, Clemson when they're rocking and rolling, LSU when they're rocking and rolling. Um, you know, there, there's it's like all it can't be. Well, the the four best teams year in year out, no matter what happens, the teams that get the exception are the teams that can physically stand toe to toe with those guys, regardless of scheme, right? To me, there's always a place to throw somebody in there, and what we've seen is we've seen a heavy air raid presence, obviously. But you throw a team in there that the scheme is really what's winning. It's not the physical ability to out out physical guys, and and my guys can move yours, so to speak. It's more about the scheme, and when you have that dynamic, it, it it's I, what I've always said about the, about the air raid show. I've always said it'll give you a chance to beat a team you probably shouldn't beat, and it'll give you a chance to lose to a team you probably shouldn't lose to. In this case, you can argue that TCU beat a Michigan team that they're probably not as good as that Michigan team, but they had some things go their way. They were able to score a boatload of points. They turned it into a shootout, got a little bit of a lead, and they won a, a, a semifinal game. They turn around the next week, and what they do? They turned it over a couple of times. They had a defense that was advanced and a defense that's rolling and disguising coverages, so it throws the air rate off a bit. Quarterback's got to hold the ball some. They turn it over, and they get absolutely skull drug, right? If you if that would have been a more if let, let's say that would have been a more ball control pro style offense, they would have lost by twenty four, and we wouldn't be talking about it sixty three to seven. Yeah, right. So that my my point is. Like, it's okay stylistically to get a team, an air raid team, OU with Lincoln Riley, right? USC with Lincoln Riley right now. Obviously, TCU with Sonny Dykes. There's a handful of those teams that are really, 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 really good, and it's okay to get them in there and see if that scheme can overcome the the bigger, faster, stronger athlete. Didn't look good last night, but overall, I, I think it's, a, it's an entertaining watch. Yeah, it was. I'm going to tell you, it was an embarrassing night for TCU. But that sixty-five to seven was not the most embarrassing thing I saw. You gave him two points for it. Did I? I think it was sixty-three, wasn't it? Sixty. I thought it was sixty. Was it sixty-five? Sixty-three to 60, uh, sixty-something to seven. <laughs> uh, man, Georgia was eating chicken wings on the sideline. Man, during the game, the, de- the the defensive guys were sitting on the bench. Somehow got a plate, I believe, of twenty chicken wings. Buffalo chicken wings and just D-lineman over there just tearing them up on the sideline during the game. Now I'll be damned. Now you're going to come here and kick my ass. You're going to – you can blitz all day you want to, right? You can you can keep throwing – as you said, their air attack up hey, 35. Vertical. Vertical attack, man. You, you keep going. Stetson's still throwing the ball over the top. But I'll be damned if you're going to go over here and disrespect me and just start eating chicken wings on the sideline. Maybe they needed some fuel. Oh, Maybe shut they... up. There's other food. There, there, there's even other less disrespectful foods they could have eaten. Yo, I'd have been all right if somebody walked around there with a with a thing of shots, and they was and they was out there taking a tray of Jello shots. Yeah, a tray of shots. I feel you ain't going no chicken wings 
And I believe one of them had the audacity to, di- to dip some in some ranch. Well, you got to have the ranch. I, I mean, oh, if man, you're going to you do it, you can't not it's one have thing ranch. You to eat the wing. Now you're going to dip some ranch? Are you going to eat some... your wings without ranch? That's disrespectful. At that point, the first stringers were watching fo- watching the game. What That's do you do when you watch a football game? Man. Man, Come on, wings. Kirby. Man. Yes. What kind of operation is Kirby running, man? You got to have the ranch. You... Nah, man. You can't do it over there eating no. If you're yeah, already going full wing mill in the middle of a game, you got to have the ranch. Yeah, but it was four or five minutes left in the game. Now they're just banging out Tyler, chicken he's wings. He's talking to... about players on the sideline, not the people in the suites. Oh, bro. I know. Oh, oh he said, yes. They up I'm and down the sideline. You were right. I 65. get what you're saying about a disrespectful, but if if you're going to do Come it, you got to go full and, and have the ranch. No blue cheese, though. That's gross. I'm, not, I'm with you on that, but come on, man. Shout out to I John mean, Lopez. Just, like, I'd, have felt, I'm just trying, I'd have felt better if it was just nachos. And somebody's walking over there. Y'all gonna go over there and take. The, I think. I think that's fair. Was there an NFL the quarterback a few years ago who was eating like a hot dog on the sideline and they got all kinds of flack for it? You remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. He was like, and he was kind of trying to sneak it. Like he was on the sideline, like hiding it. Who was that? I don't, I don't remember that. I I just it, that was I couldn't believe that, Clint. I really could, Todd. I could. I just. I can't believe I just said, damn, man, what kind of operation is Kirby over there running? Oh, yeah, it was Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. He had a hot dog on the sideline. Yeah. And he got all kinds of flack for that. Like, people were pissed. He might have been hungry. I just think, I just (laughs) felt like those Georgia players (laughs) were doing it out of pure disrespect. I'll be damned. Now, I don't know that TCU could have done anything about it, but y'all could have waited till them clocks hit zero before y'all start stuffing them damn chicken wings (laughs) in your face. Man, y'all better grab a salad or something over there. I mean, you got to be kidding me with that, man. They were pre-gaming. They needed to get some food in their belly before they went out and partied and celebrated the win. Clint, you didn't. I mean, we hadn't brought this to the people. Baby girl was walking for waffles, huh? Jeez. Is she, is she, little girl was taking some steps? Oh, she's walking, full out walking Oh, now. she full out walking now? Yeah, she, 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 now she still prefers to crawl long distances. Oh, yeah, of course. But but if it's, if it's uh, I mean, if it's, if it's 10 steps or fewer, oh, yeah, she's at it, man. She even stops and and she even stops, bro, and and like stables stabilizes herself. You know what I mean? Get, gathers her her balance and then starts again. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. Timed it up perfect too because she she I was working with her a little bit when like the last day low was gone. Just I saw something on yeah. social media. And I was like, let me let me work on this a little bit. So I started. And I was like, man, she's close. I was like, let me hold off because I don't I don't want this to happen when Lowe's not here. And, and um, yeah, that that's a nice move. Oh, I had to, bro. That that would have broke her heart. So tri- yeah, you got a tripper at that point. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just quit. I just started carrying Stick her the leg right? out. Of <laughs> no, I can't get that. But yeah, bro. man. It, low, Lowe's you first ain't walking day. yet. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. That throw a pillow at them legs. Yeah, Come man. Last, so it was last. That's a good husband, right there. Friday, Low came back, and and you know we were like she. You could tell she was low sauce. She's close, man. Like she's really close. And then whatever morning that was, Lowe broke the camera out. Because she's at that stage where it waffle, I mean, uh, um, um, TV remotes, um, phones, obviously, um, and food. Like, one to one. Oh, she lights up. Like, and she'll see, it from, she'll see it from across the house, right? I mean, it's like I'll be in the kitchen in the morning putting, like, getting a, one of them little wheat waffle things going. And all of a sudden, I'll hear her crawling from the living room in there. I'm like, how the hell did you even know what I was doing? She heard that damn toaster pop. It's <laughs> unbelievable. But, yeah, th- th- so anyway, I was holding that waffle, man, and she started – she took about five or six steps to get that waffle, man. Mm. Bing, bing, and then she fell into that waffle and just had a handful. I mean, she came up with I saw it. Lego I saw, her ego, bro. Yeah, man. 
It's great, man. She, fit, she's man. getting better. She was showing off for the, for the fam last night over at the, the watch party, well, now man. now she's showing off now. Oh, yeah, she's showing out, man. Wait till she can run. All right. <laughs> All right, coming up. There, uh, there has been an update, an update with candidates for the Texans for Kyle McNair to talk to and Nick Casario, I guess. Updates for the Texans. We'll let you know the latest coming up next on The Drive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.